Fratelloni Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 934, mm-hmm. September 30, 2022. Is this the last day of September? Tomorrow's the first, brah. Yes. 87 degrees, the record high on the last day of September. That was in 1887, and it was 26 degrees in 19. 19- 39. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Well, before we have a special guest today. Before we meet him, uh, in studio, by the way. Nobody told me about this. Before we meet him, I have a way that GLers, it's a simple way and it's an obvious way, that GLers can push back against the people you might encounter in the next few days who want to uh, insist to you that the hurricane was the product of man-made climate change. Uh, Bring up... What about in 1848, 1921? And then also, you could uh, make yourself familiar, an emailer, I appreciate this, sent this to me. I have the number of hurricanes that have made landfall in the United States from 1851 through today. 51 I have a chart. Okay. And there's no need to go through all of it, but the point being that the chart shows you that they're fairly consistent uh, and this, from, this would be the only time we really would have kept records, starting about the mid-1800s. Uh, uh, from 1851 to 1860, 19 hurricanes made landfall. Do we know the severity of these, Joe? I'm going to get to that. All right. Jump all the way up to 1971 to 1980, only 12 hurricanes made landfall. Ooh. From 2001 to 2010, back to 19 hurricanes made landfall the same amount between 1851 and 1860. Mm. The most is 1941 to 1950. 24 hurricanes made landfall. Good. 1941 to 1950. Now, as to just for pushback, Mm -hmm. you're you're at the Legion Club, and somebody wants to say, "Ah, damn it, we better stop driving cars. You say, well, I have a number of uh, dates in mind. Statistics I'd like to point okay. out to you that hurricanes are a common force of nature. Only four category five hurricanes have ever made landfall in the U.S. Uh, this one, uh, most recently oh. in the uh, west coast of Florida, was not. Category five. Okay. It's a four. It was four, a four. Right? It was a four. What was the one that hit New Orleans? Uh, Katrina. Oh, five. Katrina was in two thousand five, and I don't believe that was a category. Well, let me go through them. Only four Category five hurricanes have ever made landfall in the mainland U.S., according to records from the Hurricane Research Division of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration the Weather Channel, and the World Meteorological Organization. Uh, Are you ready for those four? The Labor Day Hurricane of 1935. Mm -hmm. Camille, 1969. Andrew, 1992. 
and Michael in 2018. And as recently as Michael was, I'm not remembering that one. Uh, a Category 5 has a wind speed of 157 miles per hour or higher. Which is where Katrina peaked as a Category 5. And uh, now Category 5 is not, uh, Katrina is not mentioned as a Category 5. Is it called a Category 5? Uh, in, the, in New Orleans, when the levees were designed for Category 3, but Katrina peaked at a Category 5 hurricane, winds up to 175 miles an hour. All right, well, maybe I'm missing something in the story uh, here. Let me find who said that, though. Uh, that 1935 Labor Day hurricane made landfall in the Florida Keys with an estimated 185 mile per hour wind Jeez. and an air pressure of 892 MB millibytes. Both of those numbers are the most intense for any hurricane at the time of landfall. Uh, it remained within 50 miles of the Florida Gulf Coast until it made its second and final landfall in the state's Big Bend region as a Category 2 storm. Camille struck the Mississippi coast in 1969 with a sustained wind of 175 miles per hour. Andrew uh, made landfall, I remember Andrew, just south of Miami at 165 miles an hour in 1992. Uh, that, that I'm, I'm going to conclude because you, you hear enough of me saying this. But there's your pushback. Uh, some prematurely gray-haired woman who doesn't shave and has a cloth returnable bag for her sustainable you, shopping full of bacteria. is going to tell you that this is evidence of why we must drive electric cars or change our light bulbs. Merely ask them, could you please explain the Labor Day hurricane that hit the Florida Keys in 1935? Could you please explain the hurricane that hit Tampa, Florida area in 1848. Could you please explain why only four or five Category 5 hurricanes have ever hit the mainland U.S. and two of them are prior to 1970? Could you please ask those people that? Maybe that would help. From NASA.gov, uh, the 2005 hurricane season will long be remembered for both the record-breaking number of early storms and the emergence of a powerful Category 5 hurricane in the central Gulf of Mexico, Hurricane Katrina. Then we're going to say five hurricanes have reached mainland that were Category 5. Okay. Category 4 can do a hell of a lot of damage. Yeah. I said yesterday that watching Southwest Florida try to restore itself will be a good litmus test for American... Ingenuity and stick to Our gut. Well, in fairness, I'm going to scale back that statement. Uh, this won't be a speedy recovery, no matter how gung-ho you are. Uh, in the light of day-to-day, -day, that devastation is uh, extraordinary. Right. And uh, it, it would be unfair to say, well, if that doesn't get fixed in two weeks, it's just because we've become a bunch of slackers. That will not be the case at all. This is a devastating tragedy. When you look at the pictures of Fort Myers Beach. Yeah, the aerial shots are unreal. How can anything have survived on Sanibel Island, which we don't have complete pictures of yet? If there are, I've missed them. There is some from the, uh, what do we call the uh, The drones? Well, I don't know if it's drone footage or if it's helicopter. I have no idea. 
But there was some that I saw this morning from from Sanibel. No, no, you can sit right over here. Thank you. Thank you. We'll, it'll just be a moment. Okay. All right. Uh, just so you're aware, we're having a connection issue with uh, Mr. Olson right now. So. Oh. Well, I didn't know That's that. That's why he's been somewhat silent. Well, I found that rather pleasant. I was just going to say, wow, yeah. Joe is smiling. I didn't. I didn't know that. Has he got to go through that BS again, where he taps it and hits it? It's and clicks actually. It and... You'll find this shocking. It's. It's not on Kenny's end. It's a. It's on our end. Ooh. Oh. Well, is there anything we can do to hate, hate, help you? No. Is there any reason to believe? I knew I shouldn't even have mentioned it. <laughs> is there any reason to believe? Because what's going to happen, Rook? Now that's all he's going to be able right. to fixate on right. is why can't Kenny I hear, hear Kenny, Kenny? Even hear though for the last six minutes, he really didn't even think about right. it. No, I didn't. I thought he was being polite. <laughs> I should have known better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> now, I can't do this without him because he, he'd want to weigh in. I've got some interesting notes and I don't want to do I need him uh, to help me with our special guest uh-huh. so I'm going to have to are you doing anything to solve this or are you just sitting there huh? knew, looks knew. like he's just sitting there I should have trusted my own looks instincts like should. I really should have trusted my own seriously instincts that's back. a great lesson in life because I fail to do that all the time and I always regret it well, always I, trust your own instincts I could see you looking up at the screen in which you can see all of our faces including those that are not present with us inside the building and I knew had I, if I just kept it in house. But I, what I was waiting for was you to say, Kenny. I know, but I do have a serious question, and then I'll try not to obsess on it. Okay. Are you doing anything about yes. it? Yes. So you're just sitting back. there. What do you think I was just doing? I think StreamYard is back. <clears throat> say our friend Stephen C. Anderson, the great piano player. Yes. Get this. Uh, you can have a night of classic rock piano highlights Ooh. at the Commodore Hotel. On uh, Thursday, October 6th. Where's the Commodore Hotel? On Dale, I'm sorry, on uh, uh, Summit and Western. Cathedral Hill. Okay. It's just a funky old place, and what a neat venue. Uh, It's at 79 Western Avenue North. It's going to be highlights of his newly released series, Classic Rock Piano. That's 7 o'clock Thursday, October 6th. Tickets are 20 bucks. The quantity is limited. You go to eventbrite.com. He brings to life 100 reimagined classic rock songs on his Bosendorfer piano with music that spans four decades. And he's uh, itching to come back in and jam with John Haidt one of these days. That was cool. I, that, that was a fun day. You know, he sold over 2 million albums with 80 million streams per year across wow. all digital platforms. I did not know that. Yeah. <clears throat> And I printed this on paper I had previously printed on, so I had a little trouble seeing it. I have two notes on, uh, or I have one note on Amy Klobuchar. Hmm. Scott writes, Joe, this is Scott, one of your local aviation experts, and the guy who wrote the show after schlepping 60 gallons of gas to Canada earlier this summer to, to avoid paying 10 bucks a gallon at the dock. As part of my extracurricular activities for the hometown airline, I have been on a lobbying team meeting with our elected official in, D- in D.C. for many years. As part of that role, I watch the politics very closely. 
Yes, I sometimes yell at the television. I think it's part of being a middle-aged garage logician. While I also lament our once somewhat centrist senator statements on climate change, I offer a different perspective. Amy Klobuchar was likely the strongest candidate in terms of qualification last election cycle, and after Biden's nomination, was pushing initially hard to be the VP before it was reported that she was allegedly told she didn't bring enough diversity as a female candidate. Whatever that means, he said. Okay. I would uh, I would purport that she is being humanized by her party in an attempt to bring her into national focus. She therefore must espouse some of the climate nonsense to get the support of the left of center members of her party and be congruent with their messaging. She will be on the 2024 ticket either as president or VP. I'll bet you a case of seafoam that I'm correct always pushing back, which used to mean simply being rational. Uh, Scott from Edina, also wondering how your buddy Sanibel Jim has fared after the hurricane. He has fared well because he's in Shoreview. Right. And he sold his place more than a year ago, I guess. So he's doing fine. So that's his take on this. As a somewhat of an inside observer, he contends that Klobuchar is making these outrageous statements to appease the squad Mm -hmm. whose support she would need uh, and the support of the other Democrats she would need if she were to uh, run for president. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. And I have some math from Downing on uh, the prospects of Kamala Harris. Is Kenny back with us? Good. Yep. Hi. Hi. Uh, Downing notes the Democrats might want to replace Joe with Kamala, but not yet. It's a math thing. The 22nd Amendment to the U.S. Constitution limits a president to two terms or eight years. And if a vice president takes over as president in the middle of a term, he or she is limited to a total of 10 years in office. What this means is that if Kamala were to become president with less than a full two years left in Joe's term, she would still be eligible for reelection twice. But if she takes over with more than two years remaining, she could be reelected only once, as a second reelection would put her over the 10-year limit. That means the Dems will hold out until after January 20, 2023, before they tell Joe to step down. That way they could run Harris for reelection twice with the benefit of incumbency. I don't Imagine think they'll. Uh, no, wow. please, please, don't don't do that to me. I could get ill. Uh, I don't think they'll. Uh, I don't think they want her to run. I, I no. think she's too improbable. Right. Plus, she her numbers are awful. Oh, she's just so, even within the party. She's not. Well, whatever. We've been through her a million times. Say, Schmelz Countryside, family-owned dealership in Maplewood, multi-generational. They're the first Volkswagen dealer in this area until I'm told otherwise, and I don't think I will be. And uh, for most of that time, all on the corner of Highway 36 and 61 in Maplewood. The family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock. I was following an ID4 last night. Mm. They don't make any noise. Got it. They're all electric. It's like that money that don't make no noise. The 2021 World Car of the Year. The uh, Taos, the Tiguan, 
They all have this all-wheel drive, well, maybe not all, you check, all-wheel drive and IQ drive advanced safety systems, all the way up to the family size seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capability. Now, I noted on the ID4 that I was following for a bit that it did have the hitch. It did okay. have a hitch. So there's there's towing capability there. I doubt if it's 5,000 pounds because the ID4 is not nearly as big as the Atlas, which is a three-row baby, seven-passenger. The whole family. Uh, great people. I've been trading there for years, and I will continue to, and that's the honest truth because I love the brands they they offer. Great people, great service. And it's uh, all known to you at SchmelzVW.com. Positive Yesterday is brought to us by SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. That means Mike Schoonover was with us yesterday. Uh, Schoonover's by, uh, they're right there in Shoreview, 1060 County E. Hi, uh, Mike. It's Friday. <laughs> Welcome to Friday, Mike. <laughs> Hey, good to talk to you again, Kenny. Uh, Mike, I had an email from a buddy. He just bought himself a uh, an EV. Wants to know why his insurance went up, and will this thing be more expensive to fix if, in fact, he's involved in a crash? I don't know. I thought I'd ask you. Good question, Kenny. Yeah, I, I, uh, EVs are, uh, are more expensive uh, to fix just simply because it's going to require... Uh, more training, more tools, more uh, processes and procedures to make sure that technicians remain safe because, you know, the high voltage will uh, will hurt somebody if they don't know what they're doing and they don't do it properly. So, yeah, it'll it, – and then the parts are, you know, cost a little bit more because the car is designed a little bit differently and, as opposed to your, you know, gas engine vehicles. And then I suppose the insurance company obviously knows that, and that's the reason they hike the rate up, huh? Well, that and and then the fact I think there's also some other hidden costs there. You know, when you know, especially now I have I have uh, friends in other shops who tell me about the EVs they have that they're waiting for parts, and they've been waiting for parts for many many months. Well, Ooh. they have to they have to have somebody go out and make sure that those batteries are are charged, and they they can't go dead. And so oh. it's somebody's job to go out there and make sure that uh, things are charged up and the system is fired up and, and uh, it doesn't go dormant. So, um, And then the fact that, uh, you know, when these things total out, if they, if they get into a wreck, you know, and you've seen some of the, some of the videos of, of some of the EVs that have caught fire right. um, that, uh, you know, that, are, that, that, would, that would destroy a, a collision repair business or an auto shop or whatever, if, if one of those caught fire inside the shop, um, you know, there's, and then the disposal of the batteries, uh, you know, I don't think we've really gotten our head wrapped around what, what yeah. kind of significant impact that's going to have in the future. So are what we used to call scrap yards, are, are they taking EVs? Will they take an EV? I, you know, that's a really good question. I'm not sure. I'm sure there are, there are some that are, and they're, they're probably embracing it and and uh, and, and and taking advantage of, of that, but I don't know. At this point, it's there's there's too many unknowns about that that I would be a little concerned about as a business right. owner. But you can fix them. So I, I guess if you get in a crash, it calls Schoonover Body Works, right, Mike? I mean, you're not going to tell them no, right? 
Yeah, well, we should talk. We should talk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, pretty much everything else related to auto repair, and you name it, if it's everything from body work to service, oil changes, tires, glass, call Schoonover Body Works and Glass, and they will get you set up, 80 years and counting, up in Shoreview. GLers, thank you for choosing SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. You know how we often say that uh, we have a guy? Yes. You know what else we have? What? We have a gal. Good. Linda Keller with Keller Tax Services, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. She's here. She's also a diehard garage logician. She used to live out California way, but now she has moved her business here. She a CI girl? Oh, absolutely. Good. Uh, 20 years in tax services, by the way, for her. As I mentioned, she was in California. Moved to Minnesota in 2016. Keller Tax Services prepares all types of returns for all types of professions and businesses. And they have perfected the virtual tax appointment via video or the phone. Uh, Safe document exchange options that are encrypted and secure. And also confidence of a professional with the convenience of staying right at home. It's competitive pricing to do-it-yourself softwares. And there's a flat fee that includes state income tax return, e-filing of all returns, and direct deposit of refunds, if any, which won't apply to me, by the way. Uh, They can book an appointment by phone at 320-352-0013 or online by going to uh, Keller Tax Service on Facebook. And her goal is to take the mystery and anxiety out of your tax preparation process. Book your appointment today. It's never too early, by the way. Book your appointment today and let her know that you heard about them on the Garage Logic Podcast. We have joining us today a special master in the uh, Donald Trump case, Raymond Deary. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct, sir. You are. Raymond <laughs> Deary is a. And I'll read you a, a story today. Uh, special. May I call you Ray? Uh, no, you may not call me Ray. You may not call me Jay. You may not call me Johnson. You may call me special master. Wow. I earn these stripes. Pardon? I earned these stripes. Judge Aileen Cannon told Donald Trump's lawyers Thursday that they did not need to comply with an order from Special Master Raymond Deary and state in a filing whether they believe FBI agents lied about documents seized from the former president's Florida residence. Uh, sir, I don't understand what that paragraph means. Uh, that means the uh, president's team is saying that to me as a special master uh, is exceeding my authority and asking that the documents from the search be logged into separate categories, more specific than what uh, U.S. District Judge Aileen Cannon decided, uh, who, that she granted Trump's request for the interview. But uh, that's not how it's going to happen, according to me. Thursday's ruling was the first clash between Cannon, a Trump appointee who has generally shown the former president deference in litigation over the Mar-a-Lago investigation, and Deary, a federal judge she appointed as an outside expert in the case who appears to be far more skeptical of Trump. Is that true, sir? Uh, Let's face it, man. There's over 200,000 documents here to go through. And they're really boring. <laughs> but I need to stay on task. Mm-hmm. So I had a couple bologna sandwiches and some chips on the side last Saturday afternoon. And I was 
pouring through 200,000 pages of wow. material. Jeez. Now, the, uh, the amount of material that's been seized has not increased greatly, so we're basically dealing with around $200,000 uh, uh, pages. Excuse me. Right. I misspoke, which is rare. At the request of Trump's lawyers, Cannon chose Deary to review, well, sir, it says here to review about 11,000 documents seized August 8th from Trump's Mar-a-Lago club and residence and determine whether any should be shielded from investigators because of attorney, client, or executive privilege. Deary said last week, you, sir, said yes. last week. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to get to what you Who said. Who said that? Special master. Think, well, okay. You know what? It's in the copy, so go ahead and read, that. read it as it is. But when you address me, please address me as special master. Yeah, Joe. Deary Thank said you. last week. Yeah. Deary, la I'm sorry. Yeah, get it straight here. I got a lot of crap to do. I almost said the S word, <laughs> which Deary is rare for me as well. Deary last week told the former president's legal team that they could not suggest the court filings that the government's description of the seized documents, including whether they were classified, was inaccurate without providing any evidence. He, meaning you, special master, ordered them to submit to the court by October 7 any specific inaccuracies they saw in the government's inventory list of seized items. Here's the deal. Sunday, they whip up a document uh, objecting to me, uh, handed to me on Wednesday, and I got a lot of stuff to do and a lot of paperwork to pour through. Well, you're a judge. Yes, but, you know, being a special master, yeah. uh, there are other things that you must do in order to maintain your special masterness. Right. Uh, you know, maybe some LMS training online, uh, uh, reading all sorts of other documents, going back to school. And I've done all my homework, and this guy right now is trying to make me look like a fool. Mm -hmm. That doesn't go well. The reason, the reason we asked you and, and uh, was very, very uh, uh, surprising that we were able to afford the plane ticket to even bring you in. But the reason we asked you to join us is because uh, I have an earlier... Am I not getting paid? No. Well, your expenses are being paid. Okay, that's good enough for me. I, I have said, I said six months ago or whenever this happened. I got the Madonna suite at the St. Paul Hotel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I said six months ago, nothing will ever come of this. Uh, it's, it's so confusing and so layered with uh, uh, legalese that none of us understand. <clears throat> we don't even understand how you go about getting a special master. First and foremost, what I suggest you do, and I, I'm in all seriousness, it sounds like you don't know a lot about the law. Well, that would be that would be you somewhat didn't go to accurate. law school. I did not. Then what I recommend you do uh, is you go to your uh, uh, who is your cable provider or uh, he Comcast. Doesn't, he okay. doesn't know special master. I want you to go to your Comcast TV. I want you to put a search in for a movie called Legal Eagles. With Robert Redford and uh, Lou, Lou what was Gossett. Is it Lou Gossett Jr.? In no, that? that's uh, Officer and a Gentleman. Oh, uh, what? Who is the gal? I forget uh, what Deborah, her name is. Deborah, Deborah Winter. Yeah. Winter. Yeah, a nice yeah. Jewish gal. She's yep. a great gal. Yeah, she is a uh, a fantastic individual, and they together basically do a a one hundred and one, a class one hundred and one of how the legal system works. They dumb it down for us. They Joe. dumb it down. 
Yeah. Once you've seen that, I think you can start asking me more difficult questions. It would have been a key test. It's a great of tr- film. It would have been a key. It would have been a key test of Trump's legal strategy as his lawyers decided whether to back up Trump's controversial public claims that the FBI planted items at his residence and that he had declassified all the classified documents before leaving office and whether they would take a more conciliatory approach. According to Cannon, Judge Aileen Cannon, who is still the ultimate authority in the portion of the case dealing with which of the classified documents federal investigators may use. Such a decision is not required by now. I I must tell you, Special Master, well, I'll I'll read you one more paragraph. Cannon also addressed ongoing disputes over deadlines set by Deary, you, as part of his review, siding with Trump's team and extending the Special Master review deadline to December 16. She had originally said Deary could have until about Thanksgiving to settle any disagreements the two parties had over privilege issues. I am here to tell you, sir, with all due respect, you're a federal judge, you're a special master, but this is nothing but absolute B as in B, S as in S. Uh, I could pretty much dumb it down for you. I wish you would. Uh, First and foremost, this guy is a total wreck. He's a mess right now. He's cornered. Do you trust a man that lives off of McDonald's and basically doesn't ever sleep? No. Okay, that's where we are right now. He's grasping at what you call straws, and if I can quote uh, my good friend uh, George Herbert, no, George W. Bush, who is still alive, uh, I would uh, mention to the former president, when you got yourself in deep, you dug a hole. Right. And that's the direct quote, and that's where uh, our former president is right now. Sir, those accusations, that, that, that sounds to me like, to use a, a, a legal term, that sounds like hearsay. Hearsay. You've uh, you've seen the People's Court <laughs> with my friend Judge Wapner, huh? I have. Okay. Uh, I find Rusty, it very interesting Ru- that uh, yes, here is. when the heat got on, you dug yourself a hole. That's what it is. I misquoted the former president. Uh, my apologies to the court. Well, yes, I, 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 the deadlines keep Roger. Getting... Thank you, sir. Roger, Thank, Roger, Roger. Thank you. May, Thank may you, I, Such? Yes. Please. Um, special you, master. Uh, are you Kenny? Yeah. You can call uh, me Ray. Okay, right. Yeah. Uh, all, all due respect, and uh, no, no offense intended here. Oh, wait a minute. Um, who gives a rat's ass? Seriously, I couldn't care less about any of this. To me, this is all theater being produced by the left, and, and it's just they're just drawing this out for the amusement of themselves. What is the purpose of any of this? Is this just to make sure? He doesn't run again. Or, and will it ever go away? And will it go away? Or is prison the, the final? What are we doing here? You're wasting our time here. Basically. As far as I'm concerned, that's my opinion. Uh, and no offense intended, sir. I take no offense, but I also will remind you that we do need to follow the law. However, the majority well, we of America. Sir. We, may I interrupt, sir? We can't. I think you we just We can't did. follow the law. If I was in court, I'd have you in contempt. I know. Go ahead. But, we can't follow the law because you guys keep changing what the laws are. It's like a Rubik's Cube. 
Yes. You ever pick up a Rubik's Cube and start I, switching it around and getting the red and the green no, and the white and the yellow? Yeah. And you just can't put it together? That's right. Sure. So I've what you do is it. you take off all of the stickers and you put them all on the same way so it looks like you did it. Uh, uh, That's what t- Trump's trying to do. T- all due respect again, sir. Yes, please. Uh, addressing Such. It just seems like they're interpreting the law however they want, and that changes from day to day, that interpretation, doesn't it, Jay? Hey, cut me some slack. We've never been through this before. Nothing will ever come of this. You'll get paid as a special master. You're damn right. It's a good payday for you. I'm at the top of the list, pal. But none of this will ever be brought to you. You'll never read all two. You're, yeah, you're no, probably he, correct, but uh, how I'm many still pages? a check. How many pages? 200,000? Well, there's 11,000 in Joe's report, but if he reads down a couple more paragraphs, he'll see that there may be up to 200,000 documents that must be overlooked. Are you saying that maybe he is uh, ill-prepared for this interview with you, the special master? No, I think this uh, uh, green, wet-behind-the-ears gentleman knows what he's doing, but uh, he doesn't know much about the law. There's no mention here anywhere of 200,000 documents. My friend, are you challenging the special master? No, I would never do that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you anyway. A long Human game. being and fish can coexist peacefully. In conversation between some of the uh, plaintiff's counsel and the government regarding a, a data vendor, the government mentioned that the 11,000 doc, 11, documents contain closer to 200,000 pages. Wow. So maybe there's a distinction. Sure. You're discussing documents. I'm discussing Pages. I got it. I, I have a question about yeah. a different aspect of these hearings. Uh, Where's a good ever, place to eat around here? We'll uh, tell you. Okay. S- Special Master, have you ever uh, hung out or had any run-ins or, or spent any um, downtime with Ginny Thomas? You know, I don't know her very well, but uh, I'm always open for a uh, discreet meeting. Uh-huh. Yeah, not with that, her you wouldn't be. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Thank you, sir, you for your time. You a face that would stop a clock? Yes. Thank Too you for your... Too many OBGYNs aren't able to practice you, their, their love with women. Here's yeah. W. Thank you for your time, Am special... I done? Yes, thank you for your time. I will send you a bill. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. <laughs> hey, it's a special master for spiral light candles. Uh, Rook can't do the spot right now. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that to my friends at spiral light candles. But I will tell the special master while he's still in studio... Don't burn boring candles. What the hell does that mean? It means you're burning candles that just have a little wick in the middle of it. He's going Steve Cannon. I'm telling it. you, you have to buy spiral light candles from spiralightcandles.com. <laughs> they go all, they burn in a circular motion. You see how what I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah, you're making a circle with your pointer finger. Yep. Well, that's how they burn. And they're fun to look at, and there's different colors, and they have just about every scent you would like. How about uh, Cranberry Mango? Right on the front page, the landing page of SpiralLightCandles.com. Check them out online. Do not burn boring candles. Burn candles from SpiralLight Candles. It was started in the garage. It's a garage logic family business, and they are very proprietary, and we're happy that they're here on Garage Logic. If you'd like to check out the Cylinder Index candle, that is available, and you don't have to have the secret wink. Just go to SpiralLightCandles.com. That, smell like, that smells like a garage special. Really? Yes, it does. All you got to do is go to spiralightcandles.com. Let them know that you heard it on Garage Logic and take your pick of the lot. Spiralightcandles.com. 
Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushil. Okay, I need your help, fellas. I've often said, as a matter of fact, I almost say it every time I talk about Seafoam, local company with a global reach. I've got two emails here, and I want you to pick where we're going. Are we going to, is it Papua New Guinea? Yep, Papua New Guinea, yep. Or are we going to Dutch Harbor, Alaska? Where Let's do you go to go? New Guinea. New Guinea. Hi, Kenny. I uh, originate from Minnesota. I'm current, currently a woods and small engines shop teacher in the South Pacific. Uh, this semester, my shop classes were going well until September when a 7.6 earthquake shook the shop, made it look like tossed salad. It also dropped a half of a large rubber tree into my coworker's lawn. With the lemons I was given, I chose to make lemonade. He took the class out with a chainsaw, and they started cutting it up. He quickly discovered that the sap from the tree leaves a gummed-up mess on everything it touches. In cleaning his chainsaw, he needed a solvent that he could spray into the nooks and crannies under the cover, the clutch cover. Uh, He went to his cabinet of goodies, found a bottle of seafoam top engine cleaner and lube, uh, and he put it to good use, and it's not what it's called for. It doesn't say anything about rubber tree sap on the can, uh, but it did an excellent job of breaking down the gummy mess and allowed him to clear it away with an old toothbrush. Yes, sea foam can be found worldwide, even in the middle of nowhere in New Guinea. I thought that was absolutely amazing. And another great use of sea foam and the top engine cleaner, whether it's the top engine cleaner or the uh, deep creep, or just the engine treatment, you'll find this stuff all over the globe, and it saves you time, and it saves you money. A wonderful, wonderful product, Seafoam. We have been sent uh, a link to a video of a French television show, Mm -hmm. a talk show, Uh, and the host, for some reason, assembled on the stage about five or six people who have very unusual laughs oh and uh they all got laughing at the same time is that right chris yes and uh i'm easily amused okay and <laughs> this amused the hell out of me no vous êtes célibataire c'est pas à cause de votre rire j'espère pas non that's worse than yours Whatever that one guy. Gotta... It sounds like a bunch of hyenas yeah, howling yeah. at the moon. What are they laughing at? No. We gotta play it again. Don't don't play me. Play it again. But there's a guy that looks just like Marty Allen. Oh, oh yeah, got, he does. He's got the black hair. He's he's the one with the weird like a bark. Yes. He's barking. <laughs> Celibataire, c'est pas à cause de votre rire. J'espère pas. Non. What is this? What is that? Not his throat. 
was that? That's the guy Joe was describing. Oh, God. That's better than the guy that... You, you, you. you remember that guy? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, that is... If you would like to drive someone insane over the weekend, I'll provide this link on the Garage the Logic give website. That, give that to the GLers. Yeah, go to the Garage I, Logic homepage. I can't homepage. get enough of that. I, <laughs> what is that one? I don't know, because it's I was woman. pushing out rather than going... <laughs> It's a woman, and that's exactly what she's doing. She's trying to hold Gasp it in, and, and she's gasping for air. Okay, oh let's God. be really quiet and just do it once more. Okay, okay. we're going to have to turn, turn our mic mics off. off. Right. Turn I your can't mics stop. off. All right. All right. No. Vous êtes célibataire, c'est pas à cause de votre rire. J'espère pas. I know what it sounds like. God, that's the <laughs> like a bird, a jungle bird. It, it sounds like you're in the middle of the rainforest. <laughs> or, yes. But that one laugh sounds like the air horn. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it sounds. I mean, like approach. You mean approaching like uh, like an emergency vehicle approaching an intersection? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! god. How did they get all those people together? Could you understand the French words? No, I, I wasn't. Li- I was not listening to the French. So I have to, since we're talking about funny stuff, I have to recommend oh. a, an account to follow on Twitter. I discovered it earlier in the week, oh and almost every single tweet makes me laugh. And it's not a shot at women, so ladies, you got to go there and you have to follow this account on Twitter. Why are men happier than women? Oh yeah, I've seen oh. some of these. They're very every good. single tweet, yes. Joe, is dudes being stupid and yep. funny, and yep. it's just it, and for me, it makes me laugh more than oh. Super Seventy Sports. Oh, that's, that's how good this. Something. Yeah, that's Kenny, how good is this. Is this the one where there's a bunch of guys sitting at a restaurant? And some yes. guy has the yes. cup of coffee or the like, empty saucer cup. And goes, oh, like this. And he acts like he freaks falling. the guy out like he's going to. It's very, very funny. Yeah, it's just that. guys being meatheads. Right. It's so funny. We, you know what? We, as a sex or a genre or whatever the hell we are, we're a bunch of meatheads. That's what we, we get are. the Stooges. We get it. Yeah. We oh, man. do. We're oh, there's so a follow up video. <laughs> Yeah, you should have been invited to that group. Yes, Suge. you should have. But you're not easy to get to laugh. It's it's hard to make you laugh. No, I I well, I just can't do that laugh anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that was a laugh of youth. I don't think it. Uh, I can I don't laugh. think you've I encountered. Was crying. Any... I was laughing so hard at this thing. Yeah, you haven't encountered good. anything that funny since. That's what, the problem. What caused the twenty honks? Oh, Rook. Is that ba- the baby laugh? Maybe on. Uh, Maury Povich? I think it was. I oh, think it was the big Maury. giant baby. The big giant like babies the, that had the diapers on. Can you baby. find that? Can you find that? Oh, here, is it at the end of it? <laughs> no, Rook says in my headphones one day, he said... Well, that's the whole cut. That's Turn on to the, Channel 9. What's it called? What's the cut? Uh, called? Maybe Baby Laugh, L-A-F-F. I want to see the fat baby, though. Where was that? That was the, what he told me to ah, watch on TV. Was it Maury? Was it Povich? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my lord. 
27. In my 27 headphones, months. he said. I'm sorry. He said, <laughs> in my headphones, he said to me, turn to channel 11. I hadn't clicked it, it off Maury yet. Povich, they're, what are they? I don't know. Are they babies? They're giant. <laughs> they're babies that weigh about 500 pounds. And they're, but they're walking around in their diapers, but they're bigger than adults. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my God! I'm sorry, but I knew you would react that oh, way, and oh, you know, I just had just to. Just terrible. And I'm going back to my weather map. Oh my God! Gives the law. They're off now. They're no longer on. So stay here, people. Right here. I won't. We're I'm trying turning to do it off. a radio show, and you're telling I'm people turning to turn. It off right it's oxymoronic. Now. I'm back to the weather, man. I have the weather. All Channel 13. I've got uh, the too, weather. Me too, and all weather has moved east to our <sighs> neighborhood. We've been having a storm that <laughs> <Yeah. day. laughs> <laughs> oh fantastic. But I'm going to check it during the break. No, no, no I'm not. <laughs> Just, i got to take, take a break. Just get out. Oh, that was 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, gosh. we were using the... Uh, That's why I can't that? laugh like that anymore. What's because the... there, there's a thing on the internet here 20 years later. Overweight babies 20 years later. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, should have him on. Remember this one? Hold on, hold on. I remember loading this in. The come on here. Why isn't this working? I don't know. We're crying out loud. I just played it in my headphones. <laughs> Who's that? It's a baby laugh. <laughs> Getting tickled? <laughs> Okay. Oh, play the French one once more. The French. Oh, I'm the gonna one try to pick sent. up some French words. I'll yeah, see, what see I if can. Rook can. All right, here we stop it after she speaks. Okay. So see if Rook can get it. All right. No. Are you something? I don't know what it, I don't know yeah. what it was followed up with. Started with the T. But I'm getting the impression <sighs> that they weren't necessarily summoned to stage for their laughter. It just turns out that they're up there for some other reason. Hmm. But they all turned out to have these Great weird laughs. laughs. Oh my god! And they couldn't help wow. themselves. They started laughing. Oh my no, god! No, because once you start, then you're not going to quit. Say, Tim Bloom at EcoFund Motorsports is reminding us that the summer season has been great thanks to you guys, the GLers. And with winter starting, they've started taking reservations for winter storage for scooters, motorcycles, and electric bikes. It starts at 260 bucks. I'm doing it. I've done it now for, this will be my third year in a row. It includes full spring tune-up, battery tending, winterization, storage, and a heated warehouse. This is the way, it frees up space in your garage, and yep. the thing will be taken care of. I always have them throw in the oil change, too. Smart. So next spring, bing, bang, boom. Call 612-321-8867 
to restore uh, to reserve your spot at the Forest Lake location. We're talking about Eco Fun Motorsports. Uh, pick up and drop off at your home is available for a small fee. Uh, they'll start taking them November first, and uh, I, I can't recommend it highly enough. This is and just for GLers. See, there's two Eco Fun locations. Forest Lake on Highway 97, just immediately west of Interstate 35, and, the, and a store that opened this summer in Burnsville on the service road off Interstate 35W. Uh, and at both locations, get this, just for GLers, take an extra 100 bucks off the price tag of any new scooter or electric bike, Ooh. plus get free winter storage for any purchase that starts tomorrow. So you go tomorrow... Yeah. You buy the new rig. I heard this on the podcast. Leave it with them. They'll take care of it all winter. Bam. Mention GL as this is a GL exclusive at EcoFun Motorsports. Great website, by the way. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Song. Here right. we go. Yep. It's Head Wound Friday. <laughs> that was you an do actual, to yourself? That was a day at the State Fair a couple years ago, yeah. Head Wound Friday. Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, here's the deal. About uh, two months ago, I uh, got these new uh, waste management guys, you know, kind of a independent. They're from Savage, but they're they're great. And some a couple of the neighbors had them, right? Mm-hmm. But they give you the... They give you the regular one, the 50, right? It held, holds 50, whatever they hold. Yeah, right. 50 gallons. Yep. Yep. Then they give you the 70, and then you can get the 90. Ooh, oh, boy, nice. You could, you could put a high school sophomore in there, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this thing is huge, but right. where I put it, God. where I put the damn thing in the, up next to the garage behind a tree, uh, you can't open it because it hits the reclining roof there, so you have to move it out. And then when you're doing something with it, you move back and you put the lid uh, up against the the roof of the house, basically. But uh-huh. I was jamming some stuff in there today. And the 90, and you I have the 90-gallon one? I got the big one. Yeah, I went for the big one. Yeah, you never know when you're going to. I spare no expense when it comes to garbage. When you're going to have to get rid of a body. (laughs) Yeah, something dead is going to be in the yard. Who knows? But uh, raccoon, you might run into a raccoon, throw him in there, right? So anyway, so I'm jamming this thing. And just when I get done, the lid comes down and cracks me right in the middle of the head. Yeah. And uh, and it staggered me, Joe. I wobbled. I looked a little like a guy got hit by Tyson, but I stood up. But uh, (laughs) then I felt blood. Oh, no. I I go down to downtown Minneapolis three days a week. Never a threat of violence. Right. My driveway, I guess I get beat up by an inanimate object. Did you uh, have to have stitches? No, no, it's not that bad. But... uh, uh, the neighbors, uh, the the uh, I hope the young boy wasn't out in his backyard today. I didn't see if he was or not, because he heard some language. That oh, boy. Was, you know, I, bet he he I bet he did. I bet he did. There was some prof- 
profane, uh, loud profanities being shouted. You know, so Height once fell head first into his recycling bin. <laughs> and all that was sticking out were his little feet. Royce, one time I was at First First Avenue, and I may have had, I don't know, 20, 30 drinks. And uh, I was leaning up against one of those Rubbermaid uh, wastebaskets. And the next thing I know, my ass is on the bottom in the wastebasket, and I'm looking up at my feet. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, they're dangerous. Those but, but here's the bad part. So I, these guys are so new, I don't know what you do with the lawn rubbish, right? You know, the the, the leavings from the Street. lawn, we had a bunch of those. So I had two of these nice bags out there. So, uh, you know, paper bags that they can throw away, but there's, uh, but they, they came and went in the bag, and those things were still there. So I said, okay, I'm going to have to jam those in there for next week, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's, so you're that's a bad I customer. Doing. I was jamming do these two leaf bags in there. And, and then after my injury, and uh, then I come back out, and the other truck's coming to pick up the leaf bags. Oh. So i got to stick my head in there and pull them out and run them down to the curb. So I didn't know we had two trucks. I didn't what? know that either. <laughs> it was a very complicated garbage day. It really was. How do you, how do you guys not know that? She does. She told me they thought they came back. and uh, she, Oh, that was the worst part. Being told how stupid I was for five minutes. Uh, <laughs> while while blood's dripping in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> coming down my head, and I'm trying to chase the truck down the street to throw the leaf. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Wait. <laughs> yeah, just not one of my real. Don't knowing what's going on around the household isn't one of my real strengths. So. How do you pronounce the name of the Miami quarterback? Uh, Tua. <laughs> I go with Tua. Tua? Tonga Vailoa is his last Tonga name. Tonga Vailoa. Yep. Uh, I'm reading uh, from neurologists who have written today that uh, this second concussion in five days will either kill him or it will for sure end his career. I don't buy it. All right. I don't buy it. I, I, uh, you know, he supposedly flew back with the team and he's home and uh, he, did get, he did get a little Tommy Kramer twitchy there. Uh, with the fingers. Yeah, his fingers splayed out. I, I hope the NFL doesn't do anything to the player who got him to the ground because he was running out. He was trying to escape from the pocket. The guy had to get a firm grip on him and toss him behind him. Otherwise, he wasn't going to get him tackled because the guy with Tua was within one stride of getting out of his grasp and taking out down the field. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think the guy slammed him. He's He's now being uh, accused of being slinging him onto the turf. He slinged him to the ground. I didn't, didn't even look like his head hit to me. I didn't think looked it looked like that back, bad, but it must have been. Looked like the back of his neck hit it. Now, when Corey Koski basically had that career-ending uh, concussion, you know, right? It was he hit it on the. It was his neck that, that you know, he never hit the back of his head, right. but it was like. Uh, lower neck and high back, and uh, you know he got a concussion. That you know two years later, he you know he, he had to go into dark rooms about you know half the day to you know to relax his mind and everything. Is he and better now, Koski? Yeah, he's playing for the uh, he's playing with his kids for the Loretto Larks. Well, he's good. Dead. Maybe he recovered all the way. 
Yeah, oh, he did. He did. But it took a long time and, yeah. and it ruined his career. But yeah, that didn't, uh, uh, yeah, that little twitch kind of added to the whole thing. But people, I get a kick out of people trying to, I mean, okay, they're doctors and blah, blah, blah. But they, they're, you know, people are out looking for someone who will uh, give them frightening news about the guy's prospects. But mm-hmm. you got to think he's going to be vulnerable to them from now on because uh, once you once you get two bad ones, they, now they're, the Miami's going to get in big trouble for describing last week's one as a res, as a uh, back injury, right? Right. So, right. The legal try to blame uh, blame them and find them and make it look like the, they're the bad guys here. So, not the sport. They don't want to blame the sport. No. Which is, uh, Pat, according to Reavers, until yesterday when the Twins lost, they still had a mathematical chance at the wild card. They did. <laughs> Seattle had yeah. to lose. Every game left, and the Twins had yeah. to win every game left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did have a mathematical chance, but it wasn't like it was being talked up. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. including yeah. I believe so it, Seattle had their final nine games all at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we weren't uh, we weren't talking it up, but it was mathematically there was still a uh, opportunity at a wild card. But then, then they hit a pop fly to. Well, Reavers is a former manager of the Janass and Redbirds and an associate with the Fairbowl Lakers. What would have you told your second baseman if he played the ball like Nick Gordon did yesterday? I'd say, son, why don't you grab a spot right next to me here? Uh, how about two hands for a beginner? Yeah, you know, that would be good, too. I'm going to show you how clear I am, uh, you know, what a cool dude I am. And drop. That guy's been really good at the plate, but uh, he's a he is a loose cannon in the field, man. He's a He's uh, overly casual. That's what he is. What was your great line on Twitter the other day about, was it Celestino? Where at least he can't hit where the crap, but he'll blow in the field as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he'll, yeah. yeah, I know for base running, but you can count on him for a stupid base running mistake every once in a while. Pat, the lowest home attendance in the 12 years of Target Field. And uh, the lowest through uh, since 2000. One, and actually, it was only through severe padding on his homestand that they managed to pass uh, 2001, which was 1.79-something. Yeah, they're calling this 1.8. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, they had uh, – <laughs> they were announcing some crowds uh, for the, on this homestand that were uh, – you know, remember when the Gopher football – uh, used to get twenty and call it thirty-five. That was about what the Twins were doing. Mm-hmm. They were they were they were doubling everything. Do uh, they attribute the that to the product on the field or to the current climate of the city of Minneapolis, Patrick? I don't think they give much credit to the city of Minneapolis. I think they give a lot of credit to the fact that uh, they didn't sell any tickets in advance, play basically because of the uh, lockout and the fact that they didn't do their their winter stuff. They didn't do the caravan. They didn't do Twins Fest. They didn't they didn't really uh you know, you you went from December second to the middle of March without knowing if there was gonna be a season or not. So hmm. that that they blame a lot of it on, but I think it's they also admit that, you know, the people are turned off by the twins and baseball and a lot of stuff. So I I don't I don't think they're I don't think I, I didn't hear any reports of, you know, people uh you know, running in trouble going to games. I didn't either. I did not either. No. It's pretty weird watching a game and not seeing anybody behind home plate or, you know, sparse, <laughs> sparsely uh, the, populated behind. Uh, in the expensive. But, you know, right. 
Hey, Kenny, Joe and I go back to the 70s when those nice September afternoon games, you couldn't beat them, man. Oh, it was great. You get there 10 minutes for the game before the game and park two rows back, walk on in, never run into anybody in the elevator. They, <laughs> they, and you they, can they, hear they, everything. You get 2,100, yes. When I had my famous Dave Goltz moment with the uh, no-hitter, you know, I was scoring. And yeah. uh, first guy, Dave Collins, was a leadoff hitter for uh, from the Angels, and he got a just scratch little hit down the uh, first baseline, and I call it a hit because he could run. And eight, you know, twenty six outs later, it's the only hit of the game, and people, people are down in the stands. I'm in the back of that little mezzanine, second deck there, yeah. and they can yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear what they're yelling at. Change <laughs> that, and they're coming up, and then. Uh, and then the great Mario Guerrero got a base hit, and I got up and cheered mightily. Loud <laughs> hit, saving my fat arse once again. Yeah. So. Hey, Royce, you guys were talking. In the right field. You guys are talking about concussions. Are you aware of the controversy going on in NASCAR right now? Uh, we, I have not paid hardly any attention. Yeah, me neither. Who, but. Who got, uh, my uh, roommate is heavily into the sport, so I accidentally know all about it. Uh, two drivers, Alex Bowman and Kurt Busch, are out with concussions. They can't drive because of minor scrapes with the wall. And I guess this new generation car that they built and that they're using this year oh, is really? built stiffer than previous um, versions of their race car. And when they even a gentle hit against the wall really, wow. really does damage to these guys. Uh, and there's wow. some drivers, there's some old-school drivers, Harvick um, and Hamlin, that are really, they're publicly chastising NASCAR, and it's pretty funny, and all the fans have joined in, and NASCAR is just getting hammered right now by both drivers and fans. It's pretty funny. Well, what do you think of the whole everybody driving the same car? I don't like it. Oh, I, I've always hated it. I, I, yeah, yeah, I hate let, it. Let, I, yeah. let the smarter guys win. What the hell's wrong with that? Yeah, let, yeah. The, cheat, let the cheaters win. That's what I say, <laughs> you know? Yeah. In by racing, we cheat. By the way, Joe, did you see who the NCAA put on two years of probation uh, yesterday for uh, uh, something in their football program? No. Air Force Academy. Oh, they what? found the real cheaters, man. Jeez. Alabama, no problem. Not a problem. Texas A&M, Tennessee, the Gophers, none of them. Air Force Academy. Wow. They're, uh, two years of probation for, you know, apparently they gave – Illegal incentives to guys who go there for free at, at taxpayers' expense, you know. So yeah. that's unbelievable. I said, who's next, Army and Navy? Let's go here. Come on. What what a joke that is. Are you uh, going to get up and watch that Vikings game? I There's a very good chance when I wake up on Sunday morning, I will forget that they're playing. That's right. But uh, – if I was the governor of the state of Minnesota, I would uh, announce that uh, people can start drinking in bars at 8 a.m. this Sunday. Special special dispensation. You should not uh, have to watch a Viking game in your favorite bar without alcohol. You should be allowed to get hammered. <laughs> then, I don't even know what time the bars are allowed to open. I don't think you can start think, serving till 10. Sun- so you can open, but you got you can't serve till ten on Sunday. Oh, it, still oh still really? Got that stupid law. I believe we still have that stupid law. Have you guys watched any puck yet? 
I, I stumbled upon uh, the Wild on TV last night. There, were, there was we were, fighting, Joe. Yeah. There was a couple of five-minute majors. We were throwing hands already? We, yeah. What are we doing fighting in the preseason? They beat the Dallas's 5-2. to two. Huh. And they lost yet. I think they, I don't know. I, they played Colorado twice. I know they beat them the first time here, but I don't know. It's too early for me. Yeah. Uh, exhibition. And you got but, the Gophers uh, hosting Purdue. Yeah, I thought Purdue was going to be pretty good. I don't think we know if Purdue's playing their quarterback, but they have not been as good as they were. Uh, I think the what are the what's the number? Uh, I thought it was thirteen, but I can double 13. check. I mean, Joe, we're a machine. We got you. Got to get on the bandwagon like I did, Joe. Come on, <laughs> get on the PJ bandwagon. Let's go. The Row the boat, Joe. The grab an oar. Two and a half. That's the over under. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're Twelve and a half. Uh, twelve and a half points. Wow, that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty hefty. That's for sure. I don't. That's uh, now. I I don't uh, uh, know about the Vikings. I think the Vikings will win, and I think the Gophers will win too. It's uh, it's uh, you know the 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 New Orleans is not going to have their quarterback over in London. They're going to play either Andy Dalton or some guy I never heard of. So the Vikings should uh, should be able to handle them. How about? The Saints leave on Monday. They leave right after the game Sunday, and our boys don't get to go over there on Thursday. If you're going to London, you got to let the boys, uh, you know, hang around for a couple of days. No, they the they purposely made that as short as possible. I wonder why. You're well, not gonna... I heard it was Quasi. I think he was interviewed. He called it an an intentional decision, Patrick. They yeah, all are. An they... Intentional decision. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> One of those rare intentional decisions. I tell you what wasn't an intentional decision. Getting hit in the head with a garbage lid. That was no, that's not. <laughs> that was not an attention. And that decision. had nothing to do with steps or walking. No, right there uh, was just uh, just having a giant garbage can that didn't fit under the ledge of the roof. Yeah, that was. Maybe so, you got to find was. a new space for it. Keep it inside <laughs> the garage. Yeah, uh, we we already have enough trouble trying to me to get far enough right and her to get far enough left with her car so we don't bang into each other when we get out of it. I see. I'll talk <laughs> to you Monday. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. See you later. Yeah. His his home life should be a reality show. Oh, I've they said just that have, for years. Yeah. Just set up twenty cameras. Yes. And we'd all watch that. See the guys at Gator Magnetics. I've heard of them. Just like the guys at EcoFund, man, they love GLers. You've been showing great support, and they want to show you their thanks with a special offer. Buy two compact gator hooks and get a third compact gator hook for free. That's a $15.99 value. Gator compact hooks hold the same weight as other gator hooks, up to 25 pounds. You just can't go up to one and just say, watch me. I'll just take this off this metal surface. Uh-uh. Uh, you got to flip up a little plastic lever a little plastic cover, and then it pops off. And gator hooks are designed to rearrange or arrange the storage in your garage or home or work site because you can uh, hang anything on these things so long as you've got the hook attached to a metal surface. Tools, brooms, shovels, coats, yard tools. Uh, we discovered the other day, why not use them to hang up the Christmas wreath? Because every Christmas you're looking for some means to hang the wreath on the front door if you've got any metal out there gator hooks would be the way to go the uh it's a some sort of patented polling technology as in a magnetic poles and man are these things strong so what does that mean joe can you explain that patented technology well 
when you have a North Pole and a South Pole, okay. they've managed to figure out East and West Poles. I see. So the whole thing is very sturdy, and it's uh, <laughs> different sizes, and you can hang baskets between them. There's all sorts of tips and video on the website. You can see how gator, ha- uh, gator hooks work and find out much more. So buy two compact gator hooks and get a third compact gator hook for free. Go to GatorMagnetics.com and click on the GL logo. It's a big bing, bang, boom. Shine Garage Doors bring you the scramble this particular Friday. It's Reavers here once again for my guys. I put a video out on social media, by the way, today of me inside of my own garage. I need to make a call. I got this thing, Joe, where in the morning, the garage door will go up. Yep. Unimpeded. Yep. But when I try to close it, I have to hold down the button. What's that all about? That's why I'm calling those guys. Is that the same reason why? That's the same problem I'm having. So I have to, I'm just going to go with a whole new system. I'm not. I'm going to get the button (laughs) fixed. How do you know there's not just something blocking your sensor? Nah, I want a whole new deal. Yeah, they told me when they were here to check my eye deals. Your what? Yeah. There's little eyes. Yeah, the seeing eye. The seeing eye. Oh, at the bottom, the sensor. I gotcha. Uh, But how come sometimes it works? If the eyes are bad, it would never work. That's what I was thinking, because it only happens to me in the morning. I don't know why. But I'm going to have Rise and Shine Garage Door. It's Josh and Alex, by the way. Local guys, uh, I forgot to mention this the first time I did their ad, but they get automatic 5% discounts for seniors and military members. Also, uh, if you will have a subscription to AAA, you are also eligible for that discount. And all of their employees and technicians are certified. They have three IDEA certified master techs on their staff, and they're going to continue to add more. They offer sales, service, and all types of uh, uh, garage door repair work throughout the entire Twin Cities metro area. They're also expanding, by the way. Rochester and other parts of central and southern Minnesota, you know, St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield. Hated Northfield, by the way, because I'm from Fairville. And they even cover uh, certain parts of western Wisconsin. So please look them up today. I'm really looking forward to working with these guys, and I hope that you're going to like them, too. Uh, Their phone number, 612. I have it right here, 612-886-9606. Please let the folks know at Rise and Shine Garage Doors that you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. People from as far away as Tampa took time out from preparing for a hurricane to write me and tell me they've been eating peanut butter and mayonnaise on toast for years. You're kidding me. For years. All the emailers mentioned also place pickles on it. What is wrong with you people? Dill pickle slices. Try soft bread. Wheat or white is fine. Peanut butter, mayonnaise, and sliced dill pickles. Uh, I've listened to you since the beginning after moving here from Dallas, Texas. Went away for a long time to my talk, then followed Kenny over to your podcast again last year. Years ago, I used to tape your AM 1500 show on cassette tapes and send them to my dad, who was an editorial writer for years for the Augusta, Georgia Chronicle. He passed away in 2010, but you remind me so much of him with your words. Thank you for you for keeping us informed. Tracy. Tracy Romick, and she, if it's a she, 
says dill pickle slices. Please try before dismissing this great sandwich. Uh, I have tried pickle slices on it, and hmm. it's fantastic. I'll take so your word there. For it. I mean, uh, the GLers obviously know that I know of which I speak, and they've weighed in on behalf of the uh, peanut butter and mayonnaise, including now with sliced dill pickles. You should both try it before no, you condemn it. I'm going to have to take your word for it. That doesn't. Uh... Only because they come to us all the way from Marlith Park in Numpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans at WorldwideWaftage.com. On this day in 1876, the Czechoslovak Benefit Society, a free thought fraternal organization, was formed in St. Paul. Huh. On this day in 1887, the South St. Paul livestock market opened and 363 cattle were sold on the first day. And on this day in 1892. Today is um, September 30th. The Oliver Mining, the Oliver Iron Mining Company was organized to work the iron range. It would eventually own nearly all of the mines on the range. And uh, on this day in 1924, bandits robbed the Exchange State Bank in Wyckoff. The bandits, the bandits entered the town in the middle of the night, cut all telephone and telegraph wires, and then blasted open the bank's safe. Apparently frightened during the burglary, the thieves left hurriedly, taking only 500 bucks, leaving another 500 as well as some of their tools behind. Did you know that, Reavers? I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> you did? Uh-huh. Where's Wyckoff? That's uh, down there. <laughs> On this day in 1981, what happened in the world of sports? I do know this. In 1981 was the final game played at Met Stadium. Uh, you are correct. Thank you. On this day, the Twins played their final game at Metropolitan Stadium, so that would have been September 30, 1981. I would have been there. Is this when we started hacking everything off of the side of the building? No, that didn't happen until... uh, The Vikings? The Vikings' final game. Oh, okay. In December of 81. (laughs) It sounded like a battlefield. (laughs) People bringing in hacksaws (laughs) and stuff. Wyckoff is south and a tad bit east of Rochester. I said it's down there. You can get there. Yeah, you were right. You can get Once again, you were right. Absolutely. What did you say? Something that was... People had belt sanders and everything to get oh, stuff out of the yeah, Met Stadium. Air compressors. People coming in with air compressors <laughs> yeah, and cut off amazing. tools and torches. <laughs> just amazing. Crowbars. The, the, the uh, what do you call those things at the end zone? The the bar, the ends, the crossbars. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. What are those things called, for God's Don't. sakes? The end zone, the, the thing you Don't kick a field goal through. You kick a field goal through them. What are those called? <laughs> Don't tell them. I can't think of it. Don't I'm tell having them. a mental block. Don't tell How them. many football games have you covered? Too many, obviously. That's why. Did you have a concussion? The uh, crossbars. What is the it? Goal the goal post. Goal post. Oh, they were cutting it, those down. They were cutting <laughs> those down. <laughs> I shouldn't have told them. I, I no. should have kept them t- twisted in the way. Thank wind. you, GLers. What did you keep from Met Stadium? I don't have a thing. Seriously? Just my memories. Oh, isn't that lovely? Yeah. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. If you'd like more memories of the Garage Logic podcast, head on over to the Garage Logic YouTube channel. And we have failed to mention that, yes, you can still sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council. You just have to go to the website, garagelogic.com. And for $10 a month or $100 a year, you're going to receive 24 7 members only live audio stream full of live recordings of Garage Logic. 
best of segments and replays, full show video archive, a weekly newsletter from the mayor, a town council membership card, a town council window cling, and a certificate from the mayor. If you're a member of the town council, do you see the whole show on YouTube? Yes, sir. Okay. And that is worth the price of the But the show is, remains the way it is for everybody. Nothing has changed yeah. in terms of just the regular old podcast, sir. I'd, I'd sign up just to see the whole show on TV. I would probably do that, yeah. too. See the special master. We had a guest today. Yeah. 